Hi, you're listening to the DMBA podcast where we share business confidence for designers. My name is Alan. I'm a business designer and founder of the DMBA program. And you're listening to another mini MBA episode where we take one business concept, explain what it is, and see how it's relevant for the work of designers. And in this episode, we will look at something called principal agent relationship, which basically goes into the weeds of the misaligned incentives and how to align them. So maybe you've heard of principal agent relationship, maybe you've heard of agency dilemma or agency problem. So these are all the same uh, words or yeah, they, they refer to the same concept. But let's see what it is from one example. So just imagine that you're trying to sell your apartment or your house. So the very first thing we usually do is hire a real estate agent to help us assess the value of the property. So the agent goes through a thorough process and they estimate, let's say that our house or apartment is worth $650,000, which is more than expected. So we're like happy. Since we were so impressed with the agent's work, we also entrust her to find us a buyer. So we sign a contract that promises the agent a 5% commission on the home's sale price, which is a standard rate, let's say. So if the agent sells our house at the advertised price of $650,000, they would get $32,500 and we would get $617,500. Okay, so soon after we list our apartment or house, we start getting prospective buyers who are interested in the property. However, most of them are offering somewhat a sum below our advertised price. So we aren't quite happy with what they're offering. So we tell the agent to just keep looking. Because for us, waiting a bit longer is not such a problem. But now let's have a look at the incentives of our agent. So if we sell a house for $600,000, we're losing much more money than the agent is. They lose only $2,500 while we're losing $47,500. Why? Well, if we're selling it for $600,000, we're actually losing $50,000 in the sale price. And 5% of this $50,000 loss is just $2,500 so for the agent and $47,500 for us. So there's a huge difference and you can see how this could lead into misaligned incentives. Because the agent's work would be much more efficient if they just sell the house to one of the very first potential buyers, even if it's for $600,000. Because instead of doing 20 tours, she could sell it in a day and start selling another property. And for us, an additional 47,000 is a lot. So we would like the agent to keep going and land the buyer for the price that we agreed on. And this is an example of principal-agent problem. It describes a conflict in priorities between the owner and somebody who is hired to conduct a certain task. In our case, we were the principals and the, as the owners of the house, and the real estate agent was, well, the agent. <laughs> an even more representative example is the relationship between an owner of a business and company's uh, executives, like CEOs and so on. So for example, if you are a stockholder and sense a partial owner of the company, you don't control what the company's CEO does, right? You've assigned the control to the CEO. So 
For example, it may be in the stockholder's interest to get paid dividends each year, which is paid from the uh, profit of the company, but the CEO may, and is fully in their um, full control, they may decide to invest this profit in expansion. So basically not have any profit to pay out in dividends. And examples of principal agent problem can be found everywhere. For example, let's say you're buying fresh fruit online. Um, if you've done this before, maybe you have received some fruit that was very close to its expiration date. Why? Well, as buyers, we do want the best fruit at the peak of its taste and freshness, but food pickers, who are agents in this case, want to sell the produce that would soon go bad and result in a direct loss for their company. So again, the misaligned incentives. A similar example can be found in the manager-worker relationship. So managers may have high expectations of what workers will deliver, but it actually may be in the worker's interest to just deliver and accept the quality of work and move on to another task instead of doing their very best all the time. Yet another example maybe which is very close to designers is when we hire a freelance designer to help us out, it is in our best interest to get the best result in the fastest time possible, right? But if we're paying a freelancer or an agency per hour, they're essentially incentivized to extend their work and bill us more hours than necessary because this way they actually earn more. So how do we solve a principal agent problem? Well, the most important lever for solving these problems are incentives. So we need to design a model where the principal's goals are aligned with the agent's incentives. So the person owning a certain process, in this case, it could be owner of the company or maybe when we're hiring a designer, so we own principals. And what we want to do is align the incentives of the agent, so the person we are hiring and giving control to, we want to align these incentives between us and them. And this means that we need to go into the weeds of contracts and culture and set it up for win-win. So to go back to our um, real estate example, when we wanted to sell the house or an apartment for $650,000, maybe we could flip the commission model. What if the agent is incentivized to raise the property's, property's price, not lower it? We could, for example, award the agent with 5% commission up to $650,000 and 50% commission for every dollar that is above that. So if an agent sells a house for $670,000, they will actually see, they will actually receive $10,000 additional dollars as a commission, which changes the game uh, completely. Let's have a look at another example. So if a company owner wants to receive dividends each year, they can put a special dividend clause in the CEO's contract. And if it is set up properly, the CEO will want to pay out dividends to owners because maybe CEO will also receive them. So we are aligning the incentives here. But solving the principal agent problem goes beyond contracts. If it is customer facing, we can solve it with a different value proposition. For example, there is a pizzeria that promises free pizza if they don't serve it in under five minutes. So after the order is given, waiters put a timer in front of diners, which counts down from five minutes. Needless to say, it very rarely happens in this restaurant that you have to wait for your pizza more than five minutes um, because they're just incentivized to do it fast. And this is a really neat way to build trust and also brand in this space. Another famous example of these aligning incentives is Salesforce. 
they entered a very competitive CRM software world by offering a very flexible cancellation policy, which was in the early 2000s uh, unheard of because software companies were operating under the proprietary software model. And this meant that a company buying a software signed a long-term contract with a vendor. So companies got logged in, and if they did not like the software, there was not much they could do about it. Well, on the other hand, Salesforce pioneered cloud technology, which enabled it to offer a cancellation policy that let their customers cancel at any time. And this put the power back in customers' hands as they could leave for another provider. And it also incentivized Salesforce to do such a good job that the customers will felt no need to cancel. So another win-win. Another very common solution to the principal agent problem are warranties. Without warranties, producers only have the incentives to build a product that would uh, sell well. But customers want a product that works well over a long period of time, not just uh, something that is sold nicely. So warranties and other similar offers like money-back guarantees are another way to solve this problem. And there are many other ways. But you may be asking, how is this all relevant for designers? Well, once you know how to spot a principal agent problem, you will see them everywhere. And the nice thing is that as designers, we can do a lot to align interest in the business ecosystem. This is a great opportunity to exercise our empathy muscle, listen to the principals, so owners on one side, and agents, so the executors, on the other side to find out what they really want. Because if we understand what everyone involved in the business model wants, we can help design incentives for each actor. And the goal is to align incentives in a way that will work best for all stakeholders for the long term. And secondly, whenever we are designing products and services, we should look for misaligned incentives. There are a huge opportunity area where we can find a lot of interesting ideas and even some radical innovation opportunities. So pay special attention to stakeholders' strong negative feelings and experiences in your research. So whenever that comes up in your interviews, take note and see if it stems from misaligned incentives. Because sometimes the reason for that negative emotion is the principal agent problem. Cool, so that's everything in today's episode. I hope you found it useful and interesting. And if you did, you may want to learn more about business topics relevant for designers. In that case, we invite you to join our free seven-day mini MBA which is an email course where you will learn one business concept relevant for designers each day. So we'll send it to you one email over the course of seven days. So to subscribe to Mini MBA, head over to d.mba slash mini minus MBA. So that is d.mba slash mini minus MBA. Thanks again and talk to you all soon. Bye-bye.